Welcome to Boiling Point, the podcast to motivate ever-evolving entrepreneurs and forward-thinking movement pioneers. Our hosts, filmmaker Greg Hemmings and executive coach Dave Vale, are turning up the heat in the world's business communities. Our interviews with entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and movement makers are raising the temperature of inspiration. Live from the hottest studio in this quadrant of the universe, here are Dave and Greg. All right. Well, welcome back to the Boiling Point. Greg, how are you? I'm really good. I'm really excited that you have the first word on this podcast. Yes. Like, yes. It, it's so rare that you get to introduce people. Well, why is that? Dave? No, now don't be nice. <laughs> be nice. <laughs> you are getting most of the gas. I actually, our next guest, um, I, I don't know. Actually, I got an email and I read it and I went into to his uh, his website and I was really um, you know taken by what he was describing what he does. His name is Josh Martin, and um, he's got a really uh, cool concept that he's sharing. And I'm going to get him to explain it more. But this idea of badge of awesome, oh, killer. And, and I'll tell you what, an inspiration for life's adventures. And I'll tell you what, you know, as I started um, reading it, I wanted to say, this is a guy who'd be perfect for the boiling point. Um, so, but rather than me get into it, let, Josh, how are you? I'm good. How are you guys doing? We're doing great. We're doing great. Thank. Uh, we're doing awesome. We're doing actually. awesome. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, so listen, I was about to start reading kind of what I, I originally read, and I thought that's that's kind of boring for listeners. Tell us a little bit about Badge of Awesome and just kind of what got you going and and um, you know where you know what you do and who you are and all that good stuff. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, I, uh, I'm, a, I'm a writer and a motivational speaker, um, and I, I run this website, Badge of Awesome, um, and it's a it's a, a life advice slash humor blog, um, and each week I, I share stories from my life about you know idiotic or awesome things that have happened to me and the lessons that I've I've learned from them, um, and. Um, yeah, I really uh, started this blog a few years ago, uh, and the motivation was uh, I was diagnosed with, with leukemia back in 2008, um, and uh, the doctor gave me a, a 40 to 50% chance of surviving, and I was uh, treated in Pittsburgh uh, Hospital in Toronto. Um, so that whole experience was a real um, wake-up call, I guess you could say. I know it's cliche, but it's... Uh, Reminded me about how this life is and and how um, it's important to chase your dreams and, and do what you love. So uh, I made a full recovery after many months of chemotherapy and radiation and a bone marrow transplant. Uh, I'm doing great now, getting a hundred percent cancer-free since then. And um, yeah, it was a, it was a real opportunity to to start back of awesome and to really pursue. Um, freelance writing, writing my own books and, and getting into public speaking and things like that to share my story. So that's kind of the, that's kind of the, the nutshell version of uh, how Badge of Awesome kind of came to be. That's cool. And it's, it's really neat to, uh, <clears throat> to recognize that it took a crisis in your life to propel mm-hmm. you into this place now where I'm making an assumption you're doing what you're passionate about, which is sharing stories and writing and, and speaking in front of mm-hmm. crowds. What were you doing before that? Before that, I was working as a uh, project coordinator for an uh, international development organization, and it was it was a great job, and um, I, I certainly enjoyed my time there. But ever since I was a kid, I always had this real, real burning desire to to be an entrepreneur and to really pursue my own 
creative writing and my own um, my own project. So, um, yeah, I mean, my as, as terrible as my experience with cancer was, it was a, a kick in the butt to to um, to really make things happen. And so, in 2011, I uh, I, I quit my job and um, and started uh, working um, writing more full time. I, I certainly still do. Uh, uh, other work on the side, um, but uh, more and more, I'm trying to to build up this um, this writing career for sure. Okay, this, this is really cool, and it's interesting. How old are you, Josh? What what what's your what's your age range? I'm 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 35 now, so I would have been uh, 27 when I was diagnosed with leukemia. Okay, well, it, it's really interesting that you say this because right now it seems like this summer specifically. I am speaking with so many of my friends in our age group. Mm-hmm. Like I was born in '77, so I'm 38. Mm-hmm. Uh, who yeah. uh, it's almost like we're all going through an early midnight uh, midlife crisis, uh, and, right, and right. people want to do exactly what you're talking about, which is I've been passionate about doing this all my life. I spent a lot of mm-hmm. money at university. I I got a really good, high paying you know job and career. Yeah. Uh, I'm not satisfied. And it's funny because we were talking that there's so many studies right now. Uh, and articles about the millennials, about what they want as mm. they come into the workforce and stuff. And I was like, nobody's writing on our generation who is really, truly looking for purpose now. It's almost like we went through the, mm-hmm. the, the motions uh, and, and not everybody actually had the blessing of a crisis. I, I know that sounds like very strange to think about, yep. but to kick them in the ass to, to do it. Yeah. And, and my buddy said, you know what? We really are the dis- disillusionists or the disillusionals mm-hmm. as a generation, right? And right. so I'm really excited to hear more about that from you. Um, you know, you, you had a career track um, and then a major pivot happened, you know, and mm-hmm. and now you're making a living doing exactly what you wanted to do from the beginning, most likely, you know, yeah. so yeah. Why don't you inspire us a little bit on this because a lot of people listening that probably really dig that concept. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, I think you've, uh, I think you're exactly right. I think there's, there's so many people out there who, who are dissatisfied with, uh, you know, their nine to five grind kind of thing. But uh I would love to do something a little more, um, you know, on their own or entrepreneurial, but, uh, you know, are, are, are you know, are nervous and, 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 with, and with good reason sometimes to, to really take that plunge. But, uh, you know, there's, there's a great, um, uh, Martin Luther King Jr. quote that, uh, that really inspired me as well. It, uh, you don't need to see the whole staircase, just take the first step. Right. And I was, uh, just thinking that really, uh, motivated me because, um, yeah, when I left my my full time steady paycheck in 2011, um, I had ideas for where I wanted to take my writing, my public speaking, but uh, didn't know exactly how it was going to unfold. And I think so often people are are kind of paralyzed by that uh, that fear of the unknown. But I think uh, it's just so important to really um, understand that things will unfold uh, um, and and and. Surprise you where things will take you. So that was big for me. Nice. And you and you mentioned, um, and, I, and I heard you describing, you know, particularly as a guy who was used to, you know, project planning and that sort of thing, right? To take, you know, it almost it almost goes, it, it, it kind of goes completely against type, right? Exactly right. I, I was so used to having step-by-step work-back schedules, <laughs> right. and, you know, A, a to B to C to D, um, and to kind of... Uh, uh, step into a little bit of the unknown was was scary, but um, but important to me for sure. Wow! So tell us about. And I read on your website something I thought was really cool. You know, you're you're diagnosed with leukemia as you mentioned earlier, 
and I, I'm guessing you're probably at the time either be, or, or going through chemo or whatever, and you, you write a list of, of kind of almost like a bucket list, I'm going to say. I'm not sure how you describe yeah. it. But tell us a little bit about that experience because, you, you know, you, wrote, you write about it, and it's, I really like how you articulate it in terms in your writing yeah. and what it did to you. Yeah, that was, um, well, that was a really cool um, wake-up call for me as well. So very early on uh, in my treatment, I was, uh, I was an inpatient at Princess Margaret Hospital in Toronto going through what's called the uh, induction phase of chemo. Um, and so like my, my, my white blood cell counts were through the roof. So I needed to, to kind of beat them into submission in the beginning there with some heavy duty chemo. And, and while they were doing that, I had to be, uh, actually at the hospital, um, being monitored for it. So, um, one of the first nights I was in the hospital, uh, I took out a journal that my friend Rachel had given me and at the, uh, the top of the page, I wrote the words reasons to fight. And then I proceeded to write kind of anything and everything that came to mind about what made life so awesome and so worth fighting for. And the idea was I would have something to refer back to. And uh, when things got tough to kind of keep myself motivated uh, in, the, in the journey ahead of me. Uh, and, you know, it was, it was a very much as a stream of consciousness thing. I was just writing whatever came to my mind. And um, in no time at all, I had a list that was 118 items long. Um, and looking back at the list, there was, there was some really, really cool, um, things that kind of struck me. Uh, one was, um, how many people and friends, so the family and friends, that kind of thing were on the list, um, which isn't surprising, but it was, it was cool. It was a cool reminder about, um, the importance of community. Uh, and the second piece that really struck me was um, nowhere on my list were things like, you know, the big house, uh, the big screen TV, the fast car, the fancy clothes, none of those kind of material measures of success that we put so much emphasis on, you know, made my list at all. And it was a real reminder about how it's the, it's life's simple pleasures and those non-experience or those non-material experiences that, um, that really, that really matter matter to me and I think to, to a lot of people and we forget that sometimes. Um, so yeah, it was, it was a real, um, a good way for me to, um, see what my priority priorities were in life and what really mattered to me. And, and that certainly, uh, informed my decisions in life going forward. And people can read about this in badgeofawesome.com. Um, it's That's a, correct, yeah, yeah, very, very, and I really, I, I love your website, by the way, uh, or your blog, or you know, I mean, it's just, just the way it's designed, stuff. Just, it's easy to kind of pull in, and it, 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 it actually, Greg, you got to check it out. It, uh, it kind of hit me pretty hard, and I thought that we got to, you know, we got I mean, in, in a good way. I mean, it was like, wow, this is cool. Um, you know, we got to have this guy on. So, tell me, Josh, like from your perspective, um, um, what, what advice do you have for people that maybe, you know you know, we all believe we should probably make some changes. We're, you know, kind of fear of making change who maybe who are lucky enough not to, um, mm. or maybe unlucky enough not to have, uh, you know, the come to Jesus moment that you would have had. Um, mm-hmm. what, what advice would you give to, to those of us who, who maybe aren't, you know, uh, having a major life crisis, but yet sure. do want to make change and positive change and, yeah. and, and, and be, live a more purposeful life. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, you know, I think there's lots of things you can do, and I, and I think it's it's important to note. Yeah, you you, you don't need to have uh, a near death experience to to wrestle with these ideas. I think it's uh, that happens a lot. It certainly happened with me, but um, I think uh, you know anybody can really um, 
yeah, ask these questions and, and wrestle with with their with their place in the world and and, and where they want to take it. Um, so yeah, I think I think the first thing is uh, um, is just is taking the time and the space to ask those questions about ourselves. I mean, we we are, we are so busy with our lives and things just move at a, at a r- ridiculous pace these days. But um, you know, taking time to to step back and to and to look at your life and. And, and that could be as simple as, um, you know, carving out some time in the morning to, to do a bit of meditation and self-reflection, or it could be, you know, going on a, on a retreat to, to really get some perspective, um, you know, to, you know, signing up with a, with a life coach to, to really help unpack some of those, those questions and those things you're wrestling with. Um, so, yeah, the first thing I'd say is certainly just taking the time and the space to, to, to wrestle those questions and, and then going back to that quote um, that Martin Luther King about um, not needing to see the entire staircase before you take the first step, it's, it's um, being willing to 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 uh, to take that plunge and take that first step, even if you don't know where it might take you. Uh, and then the third thing I guess I'd say is is surrounding yourself with um, with the right people. You know, it's it's, it's I, I I wrote an ebook that's on my website about overcoming obstacles and and five things I learned about overcoming obstacles from my experience with cancer. And the first lesson I learned was leaning on your team. You know, it's about finding the right people in your life to um, support you and to, to motivate you and to, uh, to kind of help you figure out um, how to move forward. So I think those are a few things I'd, I'd suggest. Um, going back to the, uh, to the business that you have created around your, your personal brand, um, just for some tips for other bloggers and other podcasters or anybody who really wants to, to build a career uh, centered around themselves, how long did it take you to, to get traction? And do you have any, uh, any tips about how you started to build a tribe? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, great question. And, and it's, it's certainly, there's, um, it wasn't overnight and I'm still, uh, still growing it bit by bit as we go. But um, yeah, one, uh, I, I saw on one blogger uh, website, uh, their advice was um, offer value always. They had like a three word kind of summation of, of what the, um, their, their philosophy is. And so it's about always offering value. Um, so I think it, it starts with, with great content and, and, and providing something that um, people are looking for and wanting. Um, and the inner piece, and this kind of goes back to that leaning on your team and leaning and, and, and leaning on others kind of thing. It's, uh, I started to know it's a lot more traction after I started guest blogging on, on other popular websites and life advice websites, uh, and who already were, were already quite established. So, um, they certainly drove a lot of traffic to me, uh, because with the internet, there's just so much out there and it's about kind of being able to cut through that clutter and, and, and get your, get your um, platform and your message out there in front of people. Um, and yeah, and then certainly on the technical side, there's been um, um, lots of learning with, you know, SEO and search engine optimization and just getting um, some of those technical tweaking done to, to make the, um, the website kind of rank better on, on search engines and things like that. What are, what are people, um, what's the response been? What have you been, uh, I mean, is there, you know, like, you know, give us a, a sampling of, um, you know, kind of some of the stuff that's inspired you um, from the people that are, you know, kind of hearing your message and maybe it's resonating with them. For sure. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's, it's been great. Uh, 
on their website, I actually started um, what I'm calling the Simple Pleasures Project, and it's inspired by that 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 list that I put together during my during my treatment. And uh, really cool to see, so I'm inviting people to share their own simple pleasures and their own non-material sources of happiness. Uh, so it's been great getting uh, people adding their comments to it, and and um, it's always rewarding to to hear when, when they get a message from somebody thanking me for reminding them about uh, some of these um, some of these things about uh, what really matters in life and, and their priorities and. Uh, and stuff, stuff like that. So it, it's been it's been really good. I've also do a lot of uh, speaking events at at schools and Rotary clubs and things like that, and uh, been getting great response. And uh, I think people, I think it really resonates with a lot of people. And uh, in terms of um, whether I'm talking about overcoming obstacles or wrestling with what really matters to pe- to, to 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 you, I think it's those are universal things. I think everybody kind of goes through those things. So I think it's, it's been resonating quite well with people. Yeah. Well, and I was thinking about that whole universal theme that, you know, that, um, and, and, um, and what about like the process for you of going, um, you know, and maybe it wasn't, maybe it was really simple. Um, but you know, telling your story and putting yourself out there, like, what what was that like? Yeah. Um, to be honest with you, it was it was interesting because uh, having lived having lived that experience, uh, I was almost um, I don't think I appreciated uh, you know the impact of it until later until I was sharing my story with with friends and family and, and starting to write about it on my website. Um, I didn't really, I think, fully appreciate, um, you know, how much people, how much it resonated with people and how much they really got out of it. Uh, so it was, it was certainly a, a journey of me, I think, um, understanding that this is, this is something that people are interested in, in hearing about and learning about and, and talking about. Um, and then it was, uh, yeah, just a lot of, I think, trial and error. I mean, it's, uh, tweaking the message as you go and, and, and from presentation to presentation, it's, uh, figuring out, um, what works with a particular audience, what doesn't work with a particular audience. And, uh, so it definitely has, has been a, a learning process for me. Josh, there's so many of us, uh, in the world who, uh, you know, we, we start out with so much energy and so much, uh, drive, uh, to get into, you know, the perfect life, the career, everything, but then complacency happens and, uh, you know, in, in some instances and, and some people just lose that mojo, you know, when mm-hmm. in reality, they've got so many good things going on in them yeah. where, uh, Certain people like like yourself, who has actually been on the edge of losing it all, uh, you've got such a such a, a different perspective of clarity. Um, do you have any gentle advice for for those people of saying, you know, something a, a around you know really appreciating what we have and then using that as an inspiration to jump off onto you know living a purposeful life again? And anything in that area? Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. I think um, a couple things come to mind. Uh, you know, one is going back to the idea of, of, of losing your mojo. And, uh, and for me, as I was kind of discovering my voice and what I wanted to, to share on Badge of Awesome kind of thing, it actually started more um, uh, sharing 
cool adventures you can do close to home and around the world. And, and that was great. But my real passion was around sharing personal stories and the lessons I learned from them. So I think that's the first thing is being true to yourself. I think, you know, motivation comes from when you're doing something you're, you're excited about and passionate about. Um, so being true to yourself, I think is an important piece of that. And then, um, you know, and, and part of my, my overcoming obstacles ebook, I talk about coming up for for air, and I think that's the idea of um, being getting into a habit of stepping back from your day to day and um, from the grind, and and, and just stepping back and and and, and getting into the bigger picture, and, and reminding yourself of why you're doing what you're doing, why it's important to you, and and uh, and seeing the big picture. We get so caught up with all these you know, the, the, the details and the, the daily kind of challenges and the daily grind that I think it's important to step back sometimes to recharge your batteries, but also to get a bit of that perspective on, uh, and, and to remind ourselves about why, why we're, why we're pursuing what we're pursuing uh, in life. So, yeah. Excellent. Well, we're going to, we're just kind of a final, uh, some final thoughts from you. Um, as we wrap up here, Josh, um, you know, for people, people that are listening and they want to learn a little bit more, I mean, we mentioned badgeofawesome.com. Is there any way, anything in particular that, you know, you, you mentioned ebook, but if you, if it was one thing you were going to get, encourage people to do, um, what would it be, uh, as it relates to kind of interacting with you and your story? Yeah, for sure. Uh, I, I think, um, certainly subscribing to my weekly blog is, is a great way to, um, just, you know, to stay in touch with, uh, my, my, my posts and my stories and, um, that side of things. And yeah, uh, you mentioned the ebook. I, I've just added that to the website as well. And it's, it's a free ebook. So people can certainly go to badgerawesome.com to download it. And it's, it's a quick read. It's, it's five lessons that I learned from my experience with cancer about overcoming obstacles. Um, and then the third thing, yeah, I also have, um, books for sale on the website as well. Uh, collections of stories and, and, and lessons around um, around work-life balance, around uh, life priorities, around simple living, things like that. So, on um, all that certainly can be found on the website itself. All right, awesome. So I'm I'm I mean hoping uh, people do that. I'm guessing they will. I know you and I will be definitely. definitely. Um, I want to thank you for just you know like uh, responding to this crazy email that I sent to you and 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 and, and agreeing to come on. Um, and share your story and it's, it's an inspiring story and, and the work you do is, is so cool. Um, that, uh, and I know it just, it just fits very nicely with the interviews you're doing. So thanks Josh for coming on. Thanks so much, Josh. Really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. I really appreciate the opportunity to, to share a bit about uh, my story and, to, and, 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 and thank you for sending that, uh, that email and inviting me on your show. It's been great. Awesome. Okay. We'll, we'll be in touch and we'll, we'll, we'll send you a link uh, as soon as it goes live. Sounds great. Okay. Thanks so much. Thanks, Josh. See you, Josh. Thanks. That was a good find. Yeah, it was. It was. You know, those things come through your inbox. Okay, so this this was just a, an email that maybe somebody forwarded to you. Well, no, it was it was directed from him, and it was it was it was directed to coaches. I think. I to be honest with you, I didn't really like a lot of time to just delete these things, right? But there was something about just how I just something told me like, ah, I should just click on this, check this out. Yeah. Um, uh, his his, and you really you got to go to his website because it's pretty. Um, it, it really captured my attention very quickly. <clears throat> and I thought to myself, this is a neat story. You know, I mean, like, um, um, 
you know, we're, we were talking with people that are pioneering and innovating and leading and all this kind of stuff. And, and everyone, you know, a few interviews ago, Marcel Lebrun talked about, are you made or born? You know, this kind of concept. And, and some of us have experiences that push us there. We all have those experiences, but this was just a pretty um, dramatic experience, you know, that we all could go, oh my God, can you imagine? Um, and just, and what a, what a, how, what a great way uh, and, and you know, and I and I've only just meeting him and learning about Josh. But what I mean, when I hear anyone taking a, a, a crappy experience and turning it into something positive, and then inspiring others, I mean, I want to learn from people like that, or I want to hear where they're, exp- you know, like that's to me that's exciting. So, so uh, yeah, I thought it was a, lot, a good find. So that, that was the big, you know, is I guess my big takeaway: taking, you know, and, and it doesn't have to be as dramatic, but you know, taking those those bumps that we get. invariably every week, you know, and saying, you know, actually, rather than that being something's going to hold me down, like as things, as things, they look like these insurmountable obstacles or even just the little frustrations and stuff. I mean, that's really fuel to to keep pushing and saying, I'm not going to take that. I'm moving forward. I got to move beyond this, you know? Yeah. And I'd say for me that that quote was great. You just one step at a time, you don't have to see the end of the staircase. And that brings me a lot of hope actually and comfort because I always feel that, um, even in sessions, you know, visioning sessions with with you, Dave, and 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 other people, it's almost like there's a pressure that we all have to see where we're trying to get to. Yeah, you know, and uh, I never can. I'm like, I I know I want to do something great with having sales, but if you say where am I going to be in five years, I've got no idea. I can't figure that out. And I think that little nugget was really good because it's like step by step. Yeah, you, you follow the vision or you you follow your your values. You'll end up there, wherever that is, but it's kind of nice to know that you don't need to know the destination, you know? Well, and, the, and then the flip side of that is a lot of people, I think, maybe have a vision of where they want to go, but they're but they're struggling with that first step, right? Right, yeah. So um, uh, I was with a, with our friend, Marilyn, the other day, and she was describing this um, this kind of new book that came out. I obviously, I cannot remember the name, but, but it was a really neat metaphor that ties into this, which is, you know, if you think if, you know, what's the, what's the one thing that, you know, in terms of if you were to focus on that you need to get done to help this ripple effect happen in your, in your business, in your life, all this kind of stuff. And it's kind of like the con the metaphor was like this domino. If you push the one over and there's another bigger one behind it, behind it, behind it, like it, it only, it doesn't take too many before it's the size of the Eiffel Tower. Um, but you have to, you can't, you have to start by pushing that, 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 taking that first step, right. pushing that first domino and, and then you'll start seeing, and then you have to focus on what's the next one. Right. So, cause a lot of times I think we get spread very thin and we're, you know, what is, you know, but just take the first step. So I think the other thing too, is that whole concept of crisis. Um, you know, none of us wish crisis on each other and ourselves, but it's, uh, it's amazing depending on what attitude you take or how you grasp it crisis can really do amazing things mm-hmm. on you know uh, on how you react to the crisis mm-hmm. and sometimes we need to kick in the butt that's where mm-hmm. the whole term came from kick in the ass you know uh, that's a crisis that butt wakes you up you know so yeah it, it was good Th- thanks for bringing josh in I, I'm, man i'm always bringing in guests in. every time you just man. you just you, you just don't acknowledge <laughs> enough um so a dad <laughs> joke to leave uh knock knock who's there big bear big bear who Big Bear Bum. <laughs> Did you like that? Um, we're meeting with your dad in a few minutes. i got to ask him if he told you that one. Okay. All I right. dare you. Okay. <laughs> and it's funny, our, our last uh, guest, Nora, from uh, Animal Experience. Yeah. That was the oh, one. Oh, that, that's the one you should That's be, the yeah. joke I shared with her when oh, she was actually good. in a bear colony. Yeah. So, yeah, that's the whole thing started. All Love right, it. Dave, we'll All see right. you soon, man. See you, brother. Thanks for checking out this episode of Boiling Point. 
Remember to rate and subscribe to us on iTunes and follow us on Twitter at Boiling Point Pod. To see more from Dave Vale, check out leadershipunleashed.ca or visioncoachinginc.com and on Twitter at Dave underscore Vale. And to catch up with Greg, visit hemmingshouse.com and at Greg Hemmings on Twitter. Thanks for listening and remember, keep that pot boiling. I'm Connie Teeson, the host of Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast. We focus on Canada and the challenges facing Canadian radio and TV, as well as highlighting those moving the industry forward from podcasting and streaming to new broadcast tech. Check us out at broadcastdialogue.com or your favorite podcast app.